0: Hello everyone, this is Brian Doc holiday one of the hosts of GeekTastic Cypher on FranklinArmstrong.com. This special was recorded on December 16th, mere hours before I screened Star Wars The Last Jedi. The discussion is with Mob's Goodness, aka Omar Sonics, host of Hooked on Sonics on CJLO, Thursdays at 6 p.m. Enjoy. Yeah, so what's up everybody? Uh, If you guys are tuned in, uh, this is a kind of unofficial thing, but we're just recording it through um, our Mixler because it's just so much easier. At least for me. It makes it so much easier for me because then I don't have to do much editing. Just plug and play. (laughs) Like everything else in this world. Hopefully we avoid any sort of verbal tics. Like ums and ahs? Exactly. Oh, <laughs> are you going to like actively think about it now every time?
1: I <laughs> will try my best not to.
0: Why do you? Why you do, no, I, I mean, who goes through their show editing those things out? Yeah, no, no, no. Losers. Oh, God. <laughs> back in the day, I used to do it. Hashtag, I was one of those people. Mm. Um, when I used to do it on Potomatic. Oh, I, I, used I remember Potomatic. Yeah, I used to use Potomatic for the show uh, for Frank, uh, Fantastic Cypher back in the day. I remember hosting some of my shows on Podomatic and then just not carrying anymore. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Podomatic's business model was probably the most unfortunate because everyone was just like, yeah, you got to use Podomatic. And then no one used Podomatic. It died so fast. Is it still even around? I think it is. I don't even know. I don't even remember my login. So uh, mm. there's like fantastic sci hip hop episode just floating in the ether. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> uh, yeah. So uh, um, Mobs was nice enough. Oh, speaking of ums. Mobs was nice enough to come in and sit down with me so we could talk Star Wars before we screen the movie. Both of us are. I th- you're trying to see it today or you're. I uh, changed it, going to go tomorrow. Okay, you're seeing yeah, it tomorrow. I figured, s- I figured if I tried tomorrow in the afternoon. You might have a in better In the chance. suburbs. <laughs> yeah. Maybe there'll be less, an easier chance for me to find a proper ticket. Hey, man, I told you when the movie, they they announced in like October you could buy your tickets. I don't
1: even know why. You know, I, I was talking to my sister about that yesterday because my sister was saying how her husband was even saying, why didn't we get tickets then? Because her kids did. Oh, okay. And and my wife, too, has asking me last night also. And I was saying about how I figured what I would do is I would wait a week. Yeah. Because then I thought, you know, things would kind of die down a little bit and it'd be easier to get a good seat. Yeah. So I was like, I could wait a week. And my wife was even like, but you went opening day for all the other ones. Yeah, yeah, I exactly. like, I know, but I have self-control. <laughs> but then the two or three weeks leading up to it, then I was like, man... <laughs> should about bought at a time. And that's when I started thinking about how I need to formulate a plan to figure out to see it. And then the other thing, too, is I just kept hearing about how there's apparently so many plot twists in the movie. And I was just thinking, I can't af- afford to have this spoiled for me. Yeah. Which is yeah. a whole other conversation we'll, we can get to later on. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah. So...
0: Uh, one of the one of the things about spoilers is, uh, and I actually want to, I'm going to try and write a piece for FranklinArmstrong.com. I want to write a piece about spoiler culture because I, I think spoiler culture is being uh, pushed by the networks because they want people to feel that need to watch it live. So they're tr- like, they're either sending previews to these sites that write about it, so that they write about it immediately uh, or write about it before, and then people are just like, oh my god, this is coming out and Half the titles and from these sites like Screen Rant and CBR and Comic Book, all of them have like in the title, you know, so and so kills. Spoiler, yeah. And you're like, why do yeah. you even have that in the title? No, I think I think you have a point there because mm-hmm.
1: it, it's kind of out of control now, yeah. and I think a lot of that has to do one with the, the advent of the internet. Obviously, yeah. everyone can information dig up so all quick. this dirt and 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 once. Things go out there; it's easy for everyone to start sharing or posting things about it. But you know, the other interesting thing, though, was—and this is hilarious—we were talking. We've been talking about this for a while. Is that how I've been following a Reddit, like a subreddit called Star Wars Leaks? (laughs) Yeah. And you were like, "It's like an addiction. I can't give it. It really is. It's like a bad addiction, and. And granted, the the great thing about this this movie, the latest one, The Last Jedi, was there's been hardly any leaks. Like, there's no leaks. No one even knows what the... It's just assumptions of what the plot is or what some scenes are based on what some people have seen when they've been filming and sorts. But the greatest thing about it was leading up to the release date, they had one post saying that as of December 9th, this is your cutoff date from when you really should stop following this head this this, this subreddit because following December 9th, there's going to be the premiere in Los yeah. Angeles. People will start posting on social media. Whether some people will spoil it or not, there's a possibility of that. And then um, also then the reviews start coming out on like, what was it, the 12th, I think, yeah, or something. Yeah, 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 And then so they're saying that, you know, avoid at your own cost. And they posted a whole list of things that some people have even asked them that... If can you ban me from the subreddit so that I don't have the self control <laughs> to not go to it? So they ask the admin, can you ban me? And the admin and these are the, the admins listening on the questions they've been asked, and the admin's like, look, I can ban you. The only thing the banning you does though is you can't post in it. you can, yeah, you still, can still come see to it. it. Yeah. So what I would suggest is you download this attachment for your browser. Oh wow. Now who's gonna really go to that extent? Because if you go to that extent, you can go a step further. And just uninstall these attachments. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyway, so there was stuff like that. Now, um, one guy made a really interesting post about how he's like, I really need some spoilers to come out because I can't go into a movie like this without knowing what's going to happen. My anxiety can't handle really? it. Really? So it's interesting to thinking you know, This is a conversation me and Brian have had in private about yeah. how, you know, especially with the younger generation, we've been noticing a lot of – Everyone seems to be having a lot of anxiety. Yes. Issues, yes. You know? yeah,
0: yeah. It's a it's a it's a major thing
1: now. And I think a lot of that stems from the fact that everything is so quick and at our fingertips yes, nowadays yeah. that if something's not quick and at your fingertips, then you start to kind of stress as to what the outcome's going to be. Yeah,
0: because there's no control. Whereas, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, I
1: feel it, too, every now and then. Yeah, also. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, I'm really wondering if that's kind of, a, you know, a, a pusher of- for spoiler culture because oh. someone's just like i can't go into this movie because i'm stressing myself wondering what's going to happen which
0: i'll be honest this is a reason why i need to see this movie yeah this yeah, week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah that's an interesting angle yeah i mean I-, I was having a conversation with someone the other day uh we were talking about youtube videos and the ads that play before them and how if an ad is longer than five seconds sometimes we both both of us were just like we just give up on seeing the video oh yeah yeah yeah. no i i totally feel like that because we would rather not watch the ad and the subsequent video that we meant we were meant to watch um because of the ad than just wait the five to ten seconds and that's and and i agree i think that's one of those things where it's just like the um immediacy of it and having that access and the anxiety of like just being like, well, I just want to know what I want to know now. And yeah, I can. I-, I can't imagine if, if you took someone from the modern era of like the Internet and took them back to when we were kids and you're like, wait who did play that actor in that movie? And like, you know, now you take out your phone you just type it in. But back then, you know... He has to like go to the library, yeah. find one of those books. Chris Halbeck, um, this comic, wrote a comic where he does, he's just like, I'm so happy that I don't have to break into the... Li- I'm so happy about the internet. Because now at night, when I can't remember the name of that actor, I don't have to wake up, leave my house, break into the library, go into the encyclopedia section, and yes, look it up. Yes, break into the library. <laughs> exactly. And that's the, the joke of it being like, that's how... Desperate we would have been for the knowledge if we can trans like transpose our anxieties from now back then when we didn't have the information. I can't
1: wait for opening hours. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> no, but you know it's funny. Um, I do enjoy. I kind of miss those days though too. Cause, yeah, because yeah. it was fun when you'd have to kind of research some of this stuff the, the 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 fun of the hunt versus now you just whip out your phone and or you know when you're in a conversation and people are trying to figure out something and everyone's kind of bouncing off being like oh, i think it's this i think it's this and then now just someone whips out his phone and just ends the conversation.
0: yeah i'm that guy and i feel so, bad being that guy sometimes because sometimes those conversations are actually really fun because you end up remembering other things and other actors and other stories and i'm that guy who just pulls out his phone and is just like it's this and I just, <laughs> but it goes so far now
1: too that you know, even if you're at home and you're watching a television show, and the second it starts to lose your attention, you whip out your phone and you start playing a game. Yeah. Or you're watching a TV show. Yeah, yeah. So. yeah. I'm
0: notorious for that. It's bad. Yeah. Um, it's bad. Star Wars, though, however, is probably one of the few franchises that, e- even if I've seen the movie before, I don't take out my phone. Like I was just watching The Force Awakens this morning. Um, I was watching it last. Yeah. Night. If we're gonna see it this weekend, you gotta rewatch the the, the number seven before number eight, which oh, is. Yeah. Yeah. And while watching it, I was like, I was folding, but at the same time, at no point that because you were coming here to record this, you were folding what? I was folding clothes. Um, <laughs> And you were you were supposed to come you, Well, you, you were coming here to meet me to record this. Yeah. And I, at some point while I was folding and watching the movie, I was just like, oh, wait, where's my phone? Because you're probably going to message me to say when you're coming I'm ask you, what is your building? <laughs> <right now? laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's just that idea of just like I'm, I'm so enthralled with the characters and the story for Star Wars in a way that the distraction... there's. I don't want to be distracted. I just or, get lost in it, man. I mean, it's a good story. And one of the things that makes me really happy is I own a lot of the Lego sets from the first movie. So when it comes to scenes... <laughs> Like I own the the X-Wing, I own Dameron Poe's X-Wing that he has with BB-8 at the beginning, the scene where they burn the village. I own that one. And the little man that, um, I I should have looked it up, but the man that uh, Poe is talking to at the beginning who gives him the piece of the map. You mean the wonderful actor Max von Sydow? Yes, yes. And I have his Lego fig. So I like I have his logo figure running from a burning like <laughs> like a burning garbage can. You know, that opening when they start burning the village. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty dark. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you see
1: you see, you know, like the aliens that they're throwing out and everything and it there's some, some real yeah. rough parallels. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But I heard a rumor, I'm not sure how much of this is true, but that character that Max von out I think that's how you pronounce his last name plays was initially a part that they had offered to the actor who played wedge in the original trilogy oh, okay and he turned it down because he said that he wouldn't want to come back for the new movies unless it was a larger role oh wow and think how much more awesome that would have been that that would have been wedge who died in the beginning like yeah. how much more yeah gravitas that yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but yeah, that's unfortunate that he just didn't want to do it. i just he thought that he wanted was, a
0: bigger role. Uh, I, I hope that's that a rumor cuz
1: but he, I know he has said on record that he didn't come back because he wanted a bigger role. Oh, that is okay. on record. Okay. Whether that was a the role they had offered him, that I had just heard based on like rumor. But um yeah, yeah, I looked up then his IMDb cuz I was like what has he done? But, uh, you know, he's actually had a successful British career. Yeah. He he, he was in some
0: Police procedural for some time, also too. So, but I still thought that was. Kind of yeah, unique. yeah, yeah. It's like you might as well, man. You you were there from the beginning. Just just see it through to the end. Even Admiral Akbar. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, First Muslim in space. <laughs> So uh, one of the things uh, now that we're going into this, the last Jedi is coming out, or is already out, um, uh, two of the Franklin Armstrong members have seen it, uh, Toby and wow. actually, I think three. Jeez. If I'm not mistaken, Jaws D has also seen it because he has a tendency to see things on premiere Night., yeah. but Toby saw it last night, and Skinny actually had pre um, preview tickets for the 14th, the Thursday night. Have they all chimed in with no, the way? No they've all written they've all <laughs> they all put the fire emoji. Oh god! <laughs> That's the only thing they've done. They've been nice enough to not spoil because the fact that they, both of them have seen it, or three of them have seen it, and they're probably dying to converse about it. <laughs> I respect and appreciate the fact that they have not done so yet. Yeah. Um. Because I know when we usually watch stuff, we are really bad in our group chat, the Franklin Armstrong collective group things. chat. Yeah. Well, we don't spoil, but we we keep saying things like, "Man, there's a scene where this happens, and I I, man, I can't wait till you see it because man, you're gonna like you're gonna flip out, and then we, like I get to the I watch like let's say the gifted and i watched the episode and there's a whole bunch of scenes where i'm like is this the scene he's talking about is that the scene he's talking about instead of just enjoying the show i'm just constantly thinking like what's the scene what is he referring to and then when i talk to him later he's just like yeah it's a scene where they say this line i'm like that's it that wasn't the best scene in the episode um but it's been fun. It's been fun. So I, I once again respect and appreciate you guys for not spoiling that for me. Uh, but for those of us who haven't seen it and this pre uh, the Last Je- Jedi or TLJ as some kids have been calling it, um, Mobs and I wanted to discuss just to wh- touch on TLJ versus <laughs> the Last Jedi. Yeah. It's
1: literally the exact same amount. <laughs> it's one. It's one more syllable. Yeah. <laughs> like...
0: Seriously, (laughs) I've heard it. I've heard it. Uh, So yeah, it begins. Um, I guess the first thing is, what are you hoping for in this movie? I'm hoping it's a good movie. <laughs> <And> that's all? <laughs> You're keeping it simple? I'm not even
1: hoping that it's a good movie. I mean, I know I keep trying to set my expectations low. Yeah, you were saying. I'm just hoping it's amazing. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> look, I'm setting my I expectations like, low. It's like it's like I'm trying to go in there going like, this movie's going to suck. I'm hoping it's amazing though, but it's probably going to suck.
0: But with Ryan Johnson as a director... Okay, this
1: is the other thing that kind of bothers me. Yeah. Especially on the Reddit, everyone is acting like Ryan Johnson is the second coming of Christ. I don't think that. But or that like he's good. Coppola in the 70s or something. <laughs> wow. Now, let's go over. the guy has directed I think it's something like four maybe five feature films. I'm going to pull it up right now while you're you're continuing. And of those four or five,
0: two of them are fantastic movies. I mean, I love Looper like looper is great i looper Looper's one of my favorite movies brick
1: i've never seen but i've it's it's one of those movies that i have that i'm i've been i've been, it's been sitting on a pile for like seven years Brian. <laughs> <laughs> i just never gotten around to watching it but i've heard from numerous people too that that is a fantastic movie but then he has like a couple other ones that are kind of stinkers in there too so even if the guy has two amazing movies and and The other thing, too, is he's directed some phenomenal episodes, probably the best episode of Breaking Bad, but that does not classify this guy high enough for me to expect that everything he does is going to be amazing.
0: Yeah, because to go from Breaking Bad, which is an amazing show, had an amazing cast, amazing actors, and already had established lore and strength behind it, uh, it's kind of... I mean, Star Wars, Going, I guess that's a good transition of anything for Star Wars, but at the same time, it's a television series that needed to move forward, and you are now going to help build the next huge portion of one of the biggest franchises in the world.
1: Yeah, I just think that people have way way too much confidence in him turning in something that's going to be so amazing when, I'm not saying he has a bad track record, I'm just saying he has a very small track record. Yeah, that's fair. So... I just thought that was crazy that everyone's just like, oh, it's, I can't believe like this is going to be so awesome. Yeah. But that being said, I, I was obviously excited when I found out yeah. that he was directing one of the installments. Cause I thought that was a really inspired choice.
0: Um, I mean, uh, I actually didn't realize he had done the breaking bad episodes until I looked it up just now. Um, but I did, I knew he did looper. And mm-hmm. for me, uh, I mean, one of the things for looper is that it's well written. Yeah. And, and, Whenever you have great writing, and don't get me wrong, I'm not trying to take away from what directors do, but you can't direct a good movie if the story's bad. I totally 100% agree. I find there's, there's very few directors who
1: can do that, and that's it's usually hard. pulling a rabbit out of a hat. Yeah and it's based on either of the cast is good. Like, for example, the two movies that come to my mind, Martin Brest has always said that the script for Beverly Hills Cop was garbage, mm. and the only reason it worked was because of Eddie but, Murphy. Yeah, 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 And then the other thing that I always think about is if you would probably read the script to point break, <laughs> yeah, yeah. that's got to be absolute <laughs> trash. <laughs> but somehow, Catherine Bigelow, Turn that movie, and and a lot of the
0: credit also to Patrick Swayze,
1: into a really entertaining action movie. Yeah, that's not
0: one of your favorites, but you always references it as... An, an action movie that you think people should see point break would probably be in my list of like the top 10 action movies or like an action movie i
1: would recommend to people it is a movie that when you're watching it by the end of it you just keep thinking that
0: movie has no <laughs> right being as good as it was <laughs> you're just like this should not have gone that well mm-hmm. you guys got lucky that was a good roll of the dice That's oh yeah it was. totally totally uh yeah yeah uh when it so for me ryan johnson's looper seeing that and seeing that you know the script for that was good he got in he had a good cast crew and the editing is well done for the movie as well that's one of the things for cinematography Cinematography. i think he's using the same cinematographer too okay so yeah all those elements because a movie is uh is built on an entire team and a lot of people tend to credit Actors and directors very easily, and, and you know, uh, as much as this TV show wasn't the greatest, Entourage has a whole thing uh, where one of the one of the seasons is about them making a movie, and I don't, I can't remember the director, the character in the in the show, but at the end, when everyone gets up and starts leaving, he starts yelling to tell people, you know, pay attention to the people below the line, as in the credits because as the line the bottom of the screen is the line and their names start to scroll up pay attention to them because these people worked hard and he's screaming yelling at them and you know no one's really paying attention and you know the the direct, that director in the show is considered a kind of crazy off the off the cuff kind of guy and it's unfortunate because what he was saying is a valid point that needs to be made a lot of people leave and i think marvel's one of the best for doing that those post credit scenes keep people there And people watching... So you actually have to pay attention. You might not be paying attention. You might be looking at your phone. But I know for a fact now that I know people who work on these, like MPC. I know some people at MPC. I know some people at CineSight. I know people at different lo- at different companies in Montreal, Rodeo FX. So whenever they're, they're part of a movie, these major movies that come out, I, I actually look for their names, which is kind of fun because then I see all these other names and these people in Montreal who are doing things and, you know, and then uh, subsequently around the world.
1: Yeah, I agree with that. I think a lot of people don't really get enough credit as they deserve, with uh, in terms of their hand in the movies. Yeah, you know, I can't remember the woman's name. but There was a woman who edited pretty much all of Quentin Tarantino's movies until mm. she passed away, unfortunately, in like a hiking accident. Oh, and uh, he has always said too that she had such a huge hand in the reasons of my movies work. Yeah, um, but you know, I'm looking at Ryan Johnson's um, filmography here, yeah. and so he's really only done, including The Last Jedi, four feature films. And so Brick and Looper are two of them. The other one is this one called The Brothers of Bloom, which yeah. I've heard is a terrible movie. Two thousand eight. Yeah. So you know he, you're kind of he still has a pretty good track record. Yeah. There's only one bad movie. But just like I was saying, is it's just a short track record. Yeah, just only, expect yeah. that it's going to be great. But so the cinematographer um, on, uh, on 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 Looper is the guy who is the cinematographer on on The Last Jedi, and I think the cinematographer and the editor really. Has such yeah. a huge, you know, Michael Mann used Dante Spinotti for so many of his movies and he had such a amazing eye for what Michael Mann wanted to do. And then Christopher Nolan used to use Wally Pfister so many times also too. And I think all of that just had such a... These teams worked so well yeah. together. So.
0: Yeah, it's a team effort. It really is. And that you see it in the movies because sometimes when directors have to work with other cinematographers or other editors, you know, uh, I think josh Trank, Tra- 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 trainer trank trank the one who did the fantastic four yeah <laughs> who who kept defending kept saying if they had let me use the people i wanted to use to edit that movie and make the movie it, we would have gotten a better movie and he he's, he's to this day i mean it's unfortunate that his career got tanked by that because it, he be, almost became toxic in his attempts to defend what he was trying to do but I mean, that's modern Hollywood. You know, one one mistake can lead to a, a career down the drain. Apparently, the guy who did Fantastic Four also did the cinematography for Wonder Woman too. The the recent fantastic. Yeah, film? but wait
1: a second, he did the cinematography for Chronicle Two, so what's he talking about?
0: Not the cinematography, editor. Oh the editor. Editor, okay. yeah. Yeah. He, oh yeah, that's what he yeah, was complaining he kept a lot saying, about the editing. He's just like they would not let me edit the film the way I wanted to edit it yeah. and, and that's the reason you're seeing the movie the way it is now is not this is not the movie I wanted to make. Yeah. Uh, well back to Star Wars in Star Wars we are going to see one of the things that you and I were discussing is what do we want to see yeah. uh, for Luke Skywalker <laughs> that's
1: for being a good movie yeah
0: uh, Luke Sky. You-, you were saying to me Luke Skywalker and Princess Leia to reunite yeah you had originally so- hoped that it was going to be Han Solo as well but unfortunately as if you haven't seen The Force Awakens I feel no guilt in spoiling this for you Han Solo <laughs> dies Well, I mean, you're listening to this now. We're talking about the – we're pre-discussing The Last Jedi. If you haven't seen The Force Awakens, that's on you.
1: (laughs) Not even a spoiler warning. You just slapped him in the face of it. I
0: mean, how long the the movie's what, two years ago? It's not a spoiler at this point. (laughs) It's not a spoiler. Yeah, I mean,
1: you know, the two things that I was hoping for in terms of, you know, character beats and emotional beats would be a reunion between Luke and Leia Mm. and a reunion between Leia and Kylo Ren. Oh yes, yes, because we didn't get that. Now, what I had heard was those were those were two things that were planned over the next two movies. Yeah. So the question is: is do those happen in this movie, or are we never going to see those again? Now, because I'm thinking, Carrie the one Fisher with, has passed away. Yeah,
0: point I'm point. thinking the one with Kylo may happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, I tr- I tend to I do my best to not base things on the trailer because uh, yeah. a lot of the times the trailers are meant to not necessarily mislead you, but They don't want you to figure out too much. At least these trailers. I feel like the advertising
1: completely for this movie has been troll city. (laughs) Yes. Yes.
0: Yes. I agree. I think that Star Wars and and Lucasfilms has has decided that for once, we might show you these these scenes, but we're going to show them to you in an order that you think you understand a narrative. And then when you actually go see the movie nothing to so it's not gonna follow that line what did uh, you say Nothing nagoso yes yeah it's not gonna follow that line at all you're gonna see this person talking to this person but those two things don't connect this way yeah um you're gonna see ray say something to luke or luke say something Uh, to Rey and the the energy and the ideas that Rey is now on the dark side well I don't think it's going to be that easy Mm -hmm. I don't think it's going to be such a simple fix you know and I think that's what I'm looking forward to is uh and I usually don't do that but the one thing is when they show in the trailer the scene where Kylo is flying towards um Leia's ship yeah and Leia does that kind of like force sense face you mm-hmm. know that face they do where she's like <laughs> they make that face of like I yeah. sense of something in the force and they kind of just tilt their heads a little and that, look that, off
1: that face where it's kind of like my stomach's kind of <laughs> <bad." Yeah. laughs>
0: so she makes that face and then kylo in the next cut makes the same face and i get the sense that there's a sense that there's a force connection between them obviously mother and son but I think, hope, and I'm hoping, I'm hoping that's where, at some point, Kylo and Leia will reunite. Uh, and if anything, Leia may confront him about what he did to his father.
1: Yeah, I mean, I've heard some speculation on some things. I, I don't think we want to go into that, if you want. I'm worried about possibly oh, spoiling things. I don't even speculation. know Speculation. Yeah. No,
0: that's fine. Because we don't know. Some a- people
1: have been thinking is that he does actually destroy that ship or something and it ends up putting leia into a coma and then Uh, luke is the only one that can wake her up or something so i don't know how much is that true um because the one thing that looks strange when you look at the trailers is that if that fight happens in the beginning of the movie Mm -hmm. you do see in the trailers a scene of leia on that Planet a crate, too. Yes, yes. I I mean, I have no idea what the hell's going to go (laughs) on. No, I know, (laughs) (laughs)
0: right? This whole episode is going to be speculation. We don't know. The other thing, too,
1: is some people are saying that, you know, we were talking about this before that maybe Leia dies in this movie, but they've all said. So many times that first movie was to focus on Han, second movie was to focus on Luke, and the third movie is to focus on Leia.
0: So, I mean, are they just misdirecting people with that? So, I, I, they have. I mean, we all know the situation for the third one now. Uh, yeah. So rest I, in peace. I, 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 don't, I don't know.
1: I don't know what's uh, what the deal is there with that. And what I'm hoping is that. Um,
0: hopefully Luke doesn't die in this movie because then no one's around for the third movie. That is a heavy statement. I mean, the next thing I was going to ask you is what are we hoping for, for from Luke? And I mean, I never even thought of Luke dying, but The Last Jedi would be an apt name if as The Last Jedi, he does die. I just thought that was that's heavy though. It would suck if that's what ends up happening. Oh my god, dude, you just blew my mind. I I'm surprised you even thought about. Never this. thought about them killing Luke because Mark Hamill is such a figure to the franchise that I and I mean Han Solo also. But from the beginning, my understanding is Harrison Ford said uh, Harrison Ford wanted to die at the end of the third one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the the uh, Return of the Jedi. Yeah. So I mean, for him to die in the last one made perfect sense because he's just like I I didn't want to be like. These movies were great. They are part of my life. I loved the, you know, I had fun. I worked with George, blah blah blah. He, he was a little bit more Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, I mean, you know how stoic he is half the time. It, like every time he does a late night interview, I'm like, "Why did you invite this man? <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't talk." The yeah, only way he's you guys such get an old inter- grump, man. Yeah. So that's why I didn't expect I like I kind of expected eh, he's probably not going to stick around for the next 3 movies. Yeah. I didn't expect him to die so soon. Mm-hmm. In the in the Force Awakens, I expected him maybe to die in this one, yeah. The Last Jedi, but seeing him die at the end of that one leading to the transition of Kylo into a darker, you know, further away from the light, going more into the darkness, I got it. I I see why they did it. I
1: think the idea, too, of Luke dying in this one, then, is just ridiculous, because then it's kind of like, oh, so you had one in the first one, and you killed him off. Mm. You have another one in this one, and now you killed him off. Yeah. It just kind of feels like you're just knocking off dominoes in a lazy kind of way. But
0: it it also could be them passing the torch. True. In the sense that we can't move the franchise forward if... Everyone is constantly holding on to the past character. Well, one thing J.J. Abrams said was every time they tried to write Luke
1: into The Force Awakens, they Mm. found that the story shift completely changes to focus on Luke. Well, yeah. So they were like, we can't bring him in then now. Otherwise, there's no way we're going to properly introduce these new characters. Otherwise, as soon as you bring him in, then everyone's attention changes completely towards him. because you're like, where have you been? And I kind of personally liked how that ended with that you know yeah. like i remember the first time i saw it and you see him and he doesn't even say anything said, no and the credits roll <laughs> and you're like
0: what yeah 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 yeah, yeah.
1: but it was yeah. a good kind of you know yes. exclamation at yes. the end but yeah what i'm hoping for is you know the advanced word is that it, they say he gives quote unquote the performance of his career so oh wow okay i'm really hoping that across the board that there's good acting there's a good storyline and that there's good character development one thing i had heard too is they had planned to add more characters into this movie Hmm. they pulled them all out when the reaction to the new characters was good to beef up the new characters stories in the movies which i thought that was awesome because
0: oh i get it so they they added new characters people reacted to them they're just like these characters are super interesting they're like okay instead of just making them bit characters no, no 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 i mean like the new characters
1: in the force awakens oh sorry okay got people you. reacted so well to those characters yes. that when they were writing the last Jedi, they had other new characters in there they pulled some of those out so oh, that I they could beef up the story. the force for awakens the, yeah people so okay, i like that because i'm always a fan of more character development and more story arcs what i've heard yeah. about this movie too is apparently every single character has a full arc oh wow that's hard to do which is one of the reasons they say the movie is so long yeah yeah. so
0: because what's the two hours two and a half hours two and a half hours 150 minutes hot damn it's the
1: longest star wars movie yeah 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 yeah. so that's a lot of story to tell i'm hoping what we get out of luke is that we at least get some sort of idea of what has happened over the last 30
0: years yeah you
1: know i'm all for people never telling the full story okay but to the point where at least it's satisfying enough. Like, uh, this is kind of going off topic here, but I don't care if we never find out who Rey's parents are. <gasps> if we just oh, are under sacrileg- the assumption... If we're that just under heavy. the assumption that, you know, she was just an orphan who was ditched on a planet, I'm fine with that. Whoa. Because I find that makes her an interesting character. I don't like this whole idea that they have oh, she's her- somehow related to Luke or Obi-Wan or whatever.
0: I... Honestly, wow. don't want her to be. That uh, agreed. I 100% agree with you. I don't want her to be a Skywalker. I mean, I'd be okay with her being a Kenobi, but I don't need it. Uh, I I secretly, and this one would make no sense, uh, but I secretly am hoping she's of the line of Qui Gon Jin. But <laughs> that's that's just me being kind of weird and hoping for something to bring Qui Gon, because you know that character gets a kind of a bum deal in Fa- Phantom Menace. Uh, and, he's the only good thing about exactly minutes. exactly he's the only good thing and they kill him off and then he gets stabbed <laughs> yeah so i wouldn't mind like the line of qui-gon had secretly continued because he had some kids somewhere and then that person had a kid and i mean the, that's too convoluted to even happen but anyways that's just you know the crazy thoughts of doc but the jedi was a rolling stone <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so uh, i mean i i uh, and I, I thank you for telling me about them beefing up the characters and pulling back on some introducing some other characters, new characters. Because I, I do agree that we, those characters did really well in The Force Awakens. Yeah. There's a lot of trepidation about what was going to happen. I mean, as much as I enjoy that movie, I, I mean, just rewatching, I really do enjoy the movie. However, they really stuck true to kind of retelling. The original trilogy story. I
1: was talking to a friend of mine about this just a couple days ago, and we both kind of came to the agreement that once they get to that kind of cantina scene, yeah, from there to the end, yes, it is where the movie really kind of loses the thread. Then, yeah, um, the whole reason all that movie is still so enjoyable to watch though is because of the the actors. Yes, like the new cast is so charismatic mm-hmm. and they're so good in their roles, mm-hmm. and the roles are so interesting that at least kind of brings it together still but yeah i'm hoping for for that we at least find out something of what has happened with the last 30 years yeah what happened to that jedi temple he was building yeah what happened between him and ben solo and yeah everything? The,
0: the knights of ren i definitely yeah i definitely would like and i'm hope i think we will get that and I think...
1: why did he run away you know his character you would not think he would be the kind of person who would run away. So
0: yeah, because usually he ran into
1: action. So what happened here now that he ran away, went into exile? His best friend now gets killed, yeah. and he's still kind of for sure he knows he's killed. Yeah, he's just still hanging around in exile like that. And you know the whole First Order is now raining down on everybody, and he's still hiding out like that when he's you know, supposedly. I what I what I also want to see is how strong of a Jedi is he.
0: Now, yeah, true. You know, like, because we saw him getting trained with Yoda. Uh, it strikes. Uh, strike. Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, yeah. So
1: the other speculation some people were saying was that when they were filming on, is it Skellig Michael Island or in Ireland, where that yeah. that that island that he's on. Apparently, there's supposed to be a scene where they had seen they were filming where it looked like some of the Knights of Ren come there. Oh, and they're saying that that's where you will see his actual strength as a Jedi. So, I'm hoping there's something cool there. Now, this is going to be the hilarious thing. The other nerd thing, yeah, go ahead. So I'm sorry. just
0: saying, I, I hope we see him do Force Lightning.
1: <laughs> I was because, actually thinking that because
0: too. Uh, one of the things is Force Lightning has, and I, I mean, a lot of people have asked Mark Hamill in interviews and stuff like that, can Jedi's use Force Lightning? And he's always said, like no, that's a Vader, that's a Sith, blah, blah, blah. I really want to see that even as a Jedi, he becomes so powerful that if he has to defend himself, he can resort to force lightning. Yeah, that would be pretty awesome yeah. if he does that.
1: Sorry, you were going to say The one thing that all the nerds on Reddit are clamoring about, which I was talking to uh, another friend of mine about how I was just, I was rolling my eyes at this, but then after weeks of hearing about it, now I'm like, <laughs> so what they're asking was they're like, is... Luke gonna brandish his green lightsaber? Oh boy. And that is the top thing that they all really? wanna see. Now you're you're laughing at this. Yeah.
0: Why is but that? After weeks of <laughs> reading that,
1: now I'm like yeah, man, no, I want to see he's going to bust that thing out. And then someone was mentioning about how that lightsaber has a very definitive sound when he turns it on. Oh, yeah, okay. And so going through clips of Return of the Jedi and stuff, it actually does. Interesting. Now I'm really jonesing for that. I <laughs> <laughs> that flashback i've I've joined that crew (laughs) they convinced you i really want to see if he's gonna use that that would be pretty awesome so i don't know and the other thing is you know they haven't showed him with any lightsaber in any toy or promotional material no true. but people were mentioning about how in any of the promotional material before the force awakens ray had no lightsaber either oh okay so Who knows? We'll find out what happens after the fact. But yeah, that would be pretty awesome. Obviously, we want to see some lightsaber fights. Of course. Guaranteed there's going to be a lightsaber fight. Oh, yeah. (laughs) But yeah, I would would really like to see him see Leia again. And I would like to see him bust out that lightsaber and really go full jedi ham on people
0: yes 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 the kind of way yoda did in the the prequels
1: which you know when you first watch it you think it's awesome yeah But now when you watch it it looks so stupid him that fight he has i think it looks stupid man is it does it look stupid because it's part of the prequels no it looks stupid i think just mainly because of the cg on it and oh you mean actually looks stupid yeah yeah but
0: i mean if they could have possibly gotten a a little person to fight that (laughs) you're like... I don't know what I, like I, don't, I don't know what would
1: have made it work out better, but I think that probably would have been a little bit more realistic than watching this CG. It's just the prequels are just so
0: much CG. Yeah, well, that's what JJ JJ said he wanted <sighs> to use practical for these ones specifically because the not that he was trying to you know point fingers it doesn't age well. Yeah, no, it doesn't. Because remember the time you and I watched? Yeah, we watched uh, Revenge of the Sith maybe. On- Three, four years ago? Yeah, on my, like... (laughs) Because I have a television that has that, like, super upscaling, like, depth, and I don't know, the TV does a whole bunch of cool things if you really want that, like, sharpest possible image, and Mobs and I were watching uh, Revenge of the Sith, and it just, it is so apparent where the lines are between like the cg the and the floor real world. Yeah, CG. the floor was yeah. <laughs> it's really bad. Like and it, and and that's the problem with cg is like you said it doesn't it age doesn't well age and it, well. and it just doesn't transition yeah. for sharper images unless the cg is so seamless yeah. but the th- th- the cost to make something so seamless is in- enormous so it's just not worth it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. So uh, those are
1: what I'm kind of hoping for in terms of Luke. Luke's character.
0: Uh, for me, one of the characters I'm hoping to see develop the most is Finn. And yeah. obviously from a perspective of a person of color, seeing a character of color who's a major part of the franchise become something more. And just also in the idea that when he starts out, he is literally just a number, mm-hmm. FM-2187. And for him to go from a number to someone important to the rebellion and someone who's fighting for the cause and you know maybe one day one of the generals quote unquote that everyone's you holds in such high regard is something that would be important to me because then one day if you are showing this to a younger person you can be like well you know the original because dude i watched a video recently where they showed they calculated the amount of time women talk in the original trilogy and it amounts to less than one minute if you take out leia if you Oof. take out all of Leia's talking parts, yeah. all all other female speaking roles amount to less than a minute, 38 seconds or something. And that's really crazy. And I can only imagine what that means for if it's a person of color cuz I mean, if you took out Lando, I know there's aliens and stuff, but are uh, people of color in the in the original franchise? I
1: can only think of Lando and an Asian A-wing pilot and that's yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And and Lando's not even in the first one. So <laughs> Yeah you know like those 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 are minor to some people those seem like small details but to people who are of color uh you know gender non-specific all those factors these movies and these major global franchises that touch all over the world need to be a better representation of the world so if you're only going to have white male speaking roles then it doesn't reflect the world properly but we and and don't get me wrong i love star wars and i'm not saying that star wars the original trilogy needs to be recut and toss in a whole bunch of people of color just for the sake of it the story is what it is it was the time of the time let's move forward but from moving forward let's add more representation
1: yeah i agree with that you know that's one of the reasons why i thought rogue one was so amazing like yes cast was yes so diverse
0: exactly 100 yeah. percent agree rogue one was their opportunity to show you that at that time you know we were focusing on these this this you know this these t- siblings and this young man and a seven foot dog and <laughs> <laughs> but at the same time there were Women, Latino men, East Indian men, uh, Asians, there was a group of people who were diverse flying through space, working very hard to try and save the universe. And then you can proceed to, okay, and then this is what happens. Uh, So for me, Finn developing more as a character. And now Rose Tico, the young Vietnamese actress. um, Is it Kelly Marie Tran? yes. Um, seeing her develop too because she this is gonna be her first foray into the franchise and seeing her develop as a uh, person of color and a woman uh, would be is gonna be super interesting to me. And, I, and and one of my favorite things has been watching. I haven't been watching spoilers, but I've been watching a lot of videos of the cast interacting, uh, a lot of those like wired uh, what, search term videos and stuff. And her and Boyega did a lot of press together. Because I get from I guess from the trailers you see them working yeah, together quite a apparently
1: bit. Apparently their their plot is tied together. They're together Yeah. In the movie. Well, what what I'm actually enjoying too in watching a lot of these interviews is it seems like the cast genuinely likes each other yeah, too. Yeah. That's what. Yeah. Is yes. Nice, so
0: I think and I think it's going to be fun. I think that uh, you know Huck is the other character that yeah Hux the the general yeah sorry who has like who's that like zero character (laughs) I know and I'm and he's one of the characters I want to because I want to understand his motivation for being that angry at everything in the universe yeah Kylo I understand you are of uh, Skywalker blood you are tormented by the light and the dark in your family uh, and I get that Snoke I don't know who you are I'm hoping to find out if I never find out that would suck but that's the other thing is
1: I want to know a little bit more about Snoke because exactly. it seems like everyone knows about Snoke except for we. <laughs> yeah, yeah
0: right. <laughs> people keep talking about it like Snoke has yeah. already had his development, and it's just like you don't know yet. No, no, I don't know.
1: The three things that I really want to know is what happened to Luke. Yeah. Who is Snoke? Yep. And what's the deal with Kylo Ren, Ben Solo? Like, what, what's you know, what did he do, and why did he do all this stuff? And then everyone keeps talking about hoping he has a redemption arc. How uh, do you have a
0: redemption yeah, After murdering... You murdered your, your dad. You had
1: a village of people yeah. slaughtered. You also cut down a family friend. Yeah, yeah. So I don't even know how that's... It'll be interesting to see if, you know, if, if in this movie he's moving towards redemption because then you have a whole other movie to have to deal with the consequences of him dealing with what he's done. Because we didn't get to see that with Vader, right? Vader redeems no, himself yeah. and then right he dies. At the, yeah, right at the which end. Which right. is a satisfying redemption. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I don't really know how you can redeem yourself from this without any sort of. It's going to be, take some very interesting writing,
0: some interesting acting, and a very interesting story to pull that together. So, Driver would have his would have his role really... Oh, my God. I can't even imagine what it would have to be like to be yeah. like, okay, so all that darkness and evil, you're now going to try and flip it. Mm-hmm. Can you do it?
1: And the question is, is are they kind of leaning towards that? Because the whole time in The Force Awakens,
0: he's constantly saying that. I'm, I'm constantly feeling the pull yeah. towards the lane. He is the most angsty of teenage boys that you'll ever see. Um my partner is constantly refer- constantly every time he comes on screen she's just like you are the first villain I've ever seen that I don't like because she loves the villains she always finds she always says and I agree with her I mean most people agree with this statement but she uh, she from the beginning since we've been dating she's always said villains make stories if oh, you yeah. don't have a I good villain totally agree with yeah that. if you don't have a good villain you don't have a good story because the the thing that people have to overcome is if it's boring, then you're just like, well, that was easy. Like, there's no value to the progression and this this arc that you have. Yeah, my problem with a lot of the MCU movies is that a lot of the villains are... You don't even remember who they are. Yeah, a lot of people have been saying... Oh, and which is what... I mean, that comment, super quick sidestep. A lot of people are really happy about Fox bringing in coming in because Magneto, uh, Doom, and uh, I don't remember who the third one was. That people are just like, well, now that those guys are back... Oh, Galactus. Now that those guys are back, they can do a lot more. Yeah. Um, If it's written well. Yeah, true, 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 true. That's another whole aspect of MCU. So the
1: the thing that I didn't like about how they framed Kylo in The Force Awakens Mm. was whenever he'd have those anger fits... Yes! They would always... Put a kind of a comedic spin on it afterwards. Like in the oh, first yeah, time, yeah. he starts trashing the control room, <laughs> and, and then you grab see that the, guy. Yeah, the, the 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 imperial officer is just kind of like shuddering, and it's kind <laughs> of, <laughs> of jokey. Or the other time when Ray escapes, yes. he starts trashing the room, and it, the way <laughs> it's framed, <laughs> yeah. the camera's spinning, and it's getting like you know, like oh, it he's intense, super yeah. disoriented, angry. <laughs> yeah, he trashes a room, and then they cut outside, <laughs> yeah. and there's two stormtroopers who walk, look at each other, and walk away. <laughs> yeah. And like I wanted to I... throttle J.J. Abrams being like, you just took what could have been a really effective scene and just used it for laughs for no reason because now you're making this character pathetic
0: But now. I will say this, and I just thought of it as you are saying it, the reason they may have done that is because they want to do a redemption story. Because if you make yeah. him so unredeemably evil and have such little control over himself and in no way lighten it, when it comes time to flip... Like, like in wrestling, it's silly, but, you know, when you go from heel to face, there has to be something there for... No, but that's... It, it's, but here's, just... here's the difference, though. Wrestling is silly in general. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I know, but I'm, I'm just saying, feel... using the analogy of face to heel, you... it's, the transition is not easy if you don't lighten certain aspects of it. And you can't have Kylo be that unredeemably evil and not make it... And not kind of curb it because then when he tries to flip, you you're 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 just gonna constantly be like, but I don't trust you. The- but see, I think that's a real question though, when he mm. flips. My problem with
1: enlightening it is that you have people now who are just rolling their eyes at that character because they're like, yo, oh, he's just a impetulant teenager. Yeah. And then when he turns, there's not gonna be that sort of I don't think there's gonna be Enough of an emotional charge to it then Mm. because of that. Because Mm. a lot of the crowd now just, I hate Kylo. He's just such a little Darth Emo or whatever, you know? Versus when it would be, oh, this guy is really messed up in my head. So he's going for
0: an emotional adventure and we're all along for the ride. Just
1: some certain things I think. Should not be used for comedic value if mm. you're trying to build this character up as being like a menacing, unstable person. Which is yeah. what you know. His own his
0: lightsaber is unstable. Like everything yeah, about him true. is unstable. And then you're just playing a joke off of that. Yeah, he's got some serious control, though. I mean, that scene at the beginning with the when Poe fires the 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 blaster at him, and he stops the the energy blast midair and doesn't let go. <laughs> Until he starts walking away, and I never, I, 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 you, you see it, and you don't really think about it. But I just rewatched it, and it's just like, oh yeah, he, like it's still there in midair as he's walking away with the stormtrooper. It's a
1: very neo-like moment. Yeah, yeah, that's honestly one of my favorite moments in that movie because it
0: shows the power. It's
1: one thing that anyone who's a huge Star Wars nerd that is still going to take you by surprise. Yeah, and that's what was awesome about yeah. it that they it, it just shows that okay they still have a bag of tricks here, which is yeah, great. so. So, yeah, I mean, I'm hoping that there's if there's going to be a redemption arc there that I don't know how they're going to play it off. But if they do, I hope they do it in some sort of way. That's interesting, because I don't know how you can redeem yourself. Go back to your mother and your uncle and just be like, hey, I'm sorry. I shish kebab, dad, (laughs) but I'm good now, guys.
0: Yeah. I mean, so you said you're three. I'll say uh, I agree with you. you. You said the first one was Luke. 30 years. What happened? Yeah. Second one, Snoke, who the hell are you? Yeah, totally agree. I really would love to see that. Uh, I, 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 for me, uh, Huck's not in the top three, but if I was to make, if I was to ask for other things, I, I want to know his motivation. I, I get that he's supposed to be just an angry general but why are you this upset? Or with just just a little bit more screen just time a with small him. small Same thing with Phasma, too. Yes, yes!
1: Phasma was the Boba Fett of The exactly. Force Awakens. You know, a character that everyone's like, oh, this character's super cool. But when you're really looking at it on paper, you're just thinking, this person's in the movie for hardly enough time.
0: Yeah, and it's just like, one of the other things is, why did you guys pull up Gwendolyn Christie just to have Gwendolyn Christie with a helmet on the, the whole entire time. time? Yeah. I mean don't get me wrong it, it great actress tons of great energy why and I, it's not that I want to see her face but more anyone could have been been in that suit totally. especially since in the first movie there's not enough of the character doing anything. For me to care who's in the suit, it
1: could have been anybody, and she could have just been doing. The what voice. is it when they do the the voice ADR? AD, yeah. yeah, just yeah. So I don't but know. W- I'm hoping in that you know in the trailers you see her fighting Finn. I'm hoping there's a scene there where Finn like knocks her helmet off. Or something. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. Just just give us a second. And, and once again, it's not because we think we need to see the actress's face, but more just we need to see the character's face. That's the the big important difference. Yeah. I don't need. It's not because I want to see Gwendolyn. It's because I want to see Phasma. Who Phasma is? Yeah, now. I mean, like hel- if you're if
1: you're hiring an actress of that caliber, then I would like to to see a little bit more of that.
0: Right yeah, because so. it's not the same thing as like V for Vendetta when Weaving could was able to emote with a mask, because Phasma's helmet. I mean, at least V for Vendetta V has a face on that mask.
1: I mean, I can see. I can see arguments for both sides. I mean the same thing could be said about Carl Urban as Judge Dredd, right? So he, Ooh, he's you never want fair. Dredd to that's take fair. off the mask. That's fair. Uh, and with Phasma, you know the Stormtroopers never take off their masks yeah. or something. I just think, you know, True. people and, people are so people know who this actress is. It mm. would be kind of neat if there's at least some sort of tip of the hat to that somehow.
0: Yeah. Uh, Poe Dameron, uh, the, the if I my top 3, Luke, Snoke, and I actually want a, a bit more of Poe. Oh, yeah. And I think we're going to get more of him, it seems like. I think I'm one of those people that I really think. Especially the fact that Oscar Isaac wasn't supposed to survive. Survive, yeah. I was just
1: talking about that last night with
0: my wife. Yeah, like that crash where when Finn finds the jacket, if I'm not mistaken, that's where he dies. He was supposed to die
1: and when he I can't remember exactly the details about this, but I think one of the reasons why they kept him on was his chemistry with John Boyega was so good. They liked that. And the other thing was when he had the initial meeting with them he had told them that, you know, I like this character and I'll still do it, but bear in mind I've been in a lot of movies now where I end up dying with him and yeah. play that guy Aww.
0: who gets everyone to that point and then dies. And I never get to see it. And I was remembering
1: time. like he did, you know, in Drive, he was the same yeah. sort of dude. Yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah, no, I uh, I think we're going to get a lot more of him. I think hopefully, judging from the trailers, you're going to get to see him in action as the greatest by yeah, yeah, yeah. i
0: think oh. that's my you know what i'm realizing my thing is i saw a lot of finn and rey develop and i saw enough of kylo development uh they they are the new three you know you have the you have the you have your you know leia you your luke and han you have your new tr- trilogy it's poe the, po the lando <laughs> exactly like Hux. And Poe are those characters that you got introduced to. They have really great moments, but I don't know who they are, and that's what I want to see them. Rose Tico and you know and, Laura and, Dern. Laura Dern, yeah, as what? the as the Admiral. Hold on,
1: Holdo, I think Holdo, I think I'm enjoying that you have hardly seen Laura Dern and Benicio del Toro's characters in anything i know dj the benicio del toro i don't know yeah. who dj is supposed no one to has be but have any idea who well
0: that the the rumor is. was Ezra <laughs> yeah. from the Re- from rebels yeah. yeah which would be interesting cuz i like the idea of tying in those the 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 canon animated series yeah yeah but at the same time, I, I mean, we already got we already got a pretty cool one in Force Awakens uh, no in Rogue one Rogue one. I don't think yeah.
1: he's gonna be that. I don't think they're gonna have a character like that tied so much too. Mm. Mm. So who knows, but I don't think so, but um, yeah, that'll be interesting to see who those people are and, and what they're doing. apparently Justin Thoreau is also a,
0: yeah, he's playing master codebreaker, yeah,
1: so <laughs> he's playing master codebreaker.
0: <laughs> I know yeah, some of these names. <laughs> Some of these names are pretty interesting. That doesn't
1: sound like a bit part. <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh, there's quite a bit. There's quite a few bit parts. Like Mic- uh, Michaela Cole from. Um, uh, oh, what's it called? Not chewing, uh, chewing gum. That yeah, sorry. Uh, she plays a resistance monitor. And uh, there was someone else whose name I saw that I was just like, wait, this actor is pretty popular. At- all I know is Admiral Akbar and Yin Numb are back in this one too. <laughs> and that's all that matters to me. <laughs> Or have there been more um oh andy nyman is in it too uh he plays a jail guard these, these are some like really popular british if you guys watch a lot of british television uh, these are some really popular british actors there and was a slew comedians. Of, of
1: brit actors in the force awakens too so
0: oh joseph gordon levitt does a voice in it
1: yeah i mean he's in all of ryan johnson's movies
0: oh that's it eh? so
1: they've got bromance yeah 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 maybe i'm wondering whether he'll get cast in the new trilogy as something
0: oh so. oh can we sidestep for two seconds what are you hoping the new trilogy will be about
1: i you know i i have no idea i, no. I know some some people were hoping that it would be about like Knights of the old yeah i'm one of those but people he's, he said that it's not going to be about that oh so. <laughs>
0: Pope's dash.
1: Man, I just, immediately. I just, I, just, I just brought them up and crashed them down. Oh, man. Yeah, Brian Johnson said that it's it's not going to be about that. And he has said that how he, he loves those stories, too. But he's trying to do something completely different. But he has said, too, that he's not really now bringing in other characters. So okay, keeping my fingers crossed for Jar Jar. Well, no. <laughs> I'm going to give you the no. hottest take right now. I would take Jar Jar Binks over C-3PO. Oh, man. That's right. <laughs> Put in that. On recording.
0: Anthony Daniels, if you are listening to this, I'm sorry that you had to hear that. I've met you before. You are a wonderful person. Subbing and... you out with Ahmed Best. Oh, my God. Uh, Jar Jar, such a horrible character. <laughs> Is it that you like Jar Jar because he's bad? I think it's... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I
1: really did not think Jar Jar was as bad as everyone made him out to be. Ooh. I just think Jar Jar also <sighs> suffered from George's writing. <laughs> Yeah, I mean those original trilogy. I mean, you look at trilogy. Jar Jar's story arc, and it's a pretty tragic story arc. It, is, it just yeah. is not implemented properly no. because I think he pulled him out after people were just hating him so much. Yeah, and them hating him so much is also
0: George's fault. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh man, I so we are now going to see the last Jedi. We've we've explained what we're hoping for, what we what the take is. Yep. Uh, and I think one of the, the things that I'm wondering um, can this can this franchise continue on? because I remember years ago you and I were talking and we had seen the pre- we, I think we were talking just after the prequels had come out and you said jokingly, just give me seven eight nine and I'll be happy. You said it jokingly that time. Yeah. Just in passing. I don't know if you even remember, but... I don't remember. I'm not even sure I knew you when the prequels came out, but okay. <laughs> no, because well, it's an Abbott, but you and I, I think maybe we were watching it, but some, like it was at a time where you and I were talking about it. It's before the prequels were announced. And I mean, a short, like... D- before the prequels uh, were announced? Uh, no, first, before the, this new trilogy Oh, okay, is yeah, yeah. No, yeah, no. A- you and I were discussing yeah. it, because I always remember, and I think you said this to me maybe only eight months before they announced that Disney bought Lucasfilms yeah. and is going to continue. Yep. You said it just in passing, just a joke. You might not remember, but I remember it marked, it marked me because I remember thinking the moment they announced it, holy fuck, Mob said that. I mean, yeah, man. I would... Give me more Star it, Wars. This... I
1: don't... You can just keep bringing these movies out. <laughs> I will keep paying
0: the money. But I, and I want to ask you, are you happy with it so far?
1: Oh, yeah, 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 I am. I I'm mean, someone who wanted for- more. Force Awakens is one of those movies that, like I said, you watch it the first time, and I absolutely loved it. And on repeated viewings, there's a lot of it that falls apart, mm-hmm. but it still stays as like a 7 on 10 movie for me. Mm-hmm. You know, it's still enjoyable. You yeah, know, I was like watching it last night, too, and it's yeah. still super fun. It is. Until they get to Star Killer yeah. base. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, um... And the greatest moment was when Starkiller Base, when we were watching, because me and Brian saw The Force Awakens on, when it came out. Yeah. And when we're in the theater and they show the base on the hologram <laughs> yeah. and Brian out loud in the theater just goes,
0: what the hell? This is the Death Star.
1: <laughs> so, you know, I shouldn't
0: have, but I really did have but look, a reaction.
1: I really liked it. Rogue One, given all the behind the scenes problems that they had, mm. I thought that movie was really good. I Agreed. liked Rogue One more than The Force Awakens.
0: Oh, I still don't know yeah I, I did and and I love the ending of Rogue One more than I love the ending of The Force Awakens
1: I loved so much of it and again I was talking to that same friend of same friend of ours Alex mm. about Rogue One and, and he was mentioning about how it's similar to uh, alien or aliens where mm. you get just enough character development of the extraneous characters that when they die you have some sort of an emotional attachment yeah to that. yeah so I thought Rogue One was great mm-hmm. and i did like the idea too that it's a one-off as sad as i am that you were not going to see those characters again i th- you know nowadays we're so inundated with sequels and sequels and yeah. sequels it's good to kind of have like a one and done movie um, especially
0: if you can base it in a universe
1: oh and you want to hear another nerdy thing so the mon calamari uh admiral yeah in rogue one yeah i think it's admiral radis yeah who the o- blue who one or something or? yeah who obviously dies because yeah. of vader and everything there um Leia's ship in these new movies is named the Rattus after. Oh, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I thought that's that was cool. kind of neat. Yeah. So, um, yeah, no, I'm stoked, man. We're getting new Star Wars movies. And, and, and if these new ones keep looking like this and keep moving yeah. forward like this, I'll be happy. The only one that I really am not caring for seeing is this new Han Solo movie. Oh, yes, you've said I that. I feel like that's a story that you do who don't cares? Need, yeah, we don't, don't need, need to know what his deal is. We knew enough about him that it's kind of like, you know, a lot of the things about the prequel where they were pulling the curtain back on so many things that you just did not really need to know. Midichlorians. About. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully never to be spoken about. Yeah. Right that I, Midichlorians 2 is moving out. I went and saw The Force Awakens. Uh, sorry, um, Phantom Menace. Menace. Yeah. I dragged my parents to take me. I sat in the middle of them like a little child. That's cute. And when the Midichlorians things came up, even in the theater out loud, I was like, what? <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> so stupid.
1: Those movies are so stupid. They're so stupid.
0: I could go on for like an hour about this. Well, we'll do it another time. We'll have you. We'll come back and we'll discuss. Because you and I, I mean, for those of you listening, I, 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 and I think I can announce it. Mobs and I have discussed that we're going to be working on another podcast that is going to be that's going to focus on um buddy cop movies (laughs) so that should be a lot of fun that's going to be coming in 2018 um but i mean if any if anything there's always an opportunity to do side episodes where we just talk about a movie that how terrible the prequels (laughs) are it'll be good because I, i i'm working on another project where i was asked to make sure that i only if i'm going to uh, write a piece it has to be positive uh, this is I can't really talk about that project but mm-hmm. the, one of the stipulations was if you don't have anything nice to say don't write about it <laughs> and I was just like and I, I was just like oh that really sucks so I'm, I'm gonna have to have another venue where I can just vent frustration on things I don't like so um, but yeah with that said uh, the reason I want to ask you is because I specifically and I, like I said before I always had that memory of you saying you want 789 and I remember yeah, telling I mean, you that's a horrible idea they don't need it and you were like so,
1: you know a lot of people were like that because yeah. a lot of people are like George is going to be involved in exactly these exactly be terrible. Yeah. but even you know even if he would have been involved with him I am such a glutton for punishment <laughs> that I would have been like I just I just need my Star Wars it would be like you know that heroin addict that's like you mean there's glass mixed in with this? <laughs> Shoot it in my veins. It's cool, man.
0: <laughs> um, and as a fan of all this stuff, are you happy? Because Disney is such a huge, go- like, Goliath. Yeah. Are you concerned about what Disney's going to do uh, on the expansion side of things? Because now, as fans, Disney is all about creating product and expanding on things. So you have Rebels. You have that Lego... That Lego story, which supposedly is canon, it's just that it's done in Lego. You had, you we have all these new movies. They're doing things like Han Solo. They did something like Rogue One. There's rumors they might still try and do the Boba Fett one. Obi Wan Kenobi. Uh, rumors of an Obi Wan Kenobi movie. Are you concerned of diluting the Star Wars franchise?
1: I mean, I would be concerned if I start seeing some missteps, and right now mm-hmm. I haven't seen a misstep, so I'm Is not it really Kennedy concerned that's still at this in tr- point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And been... you know, you can say what you want about her, but I really think she's doing an amazing job yeah, of quality I have control. To agree with you. So i i i can't I can't fault that one for anything. I think she's doing an amazing job right yeah. now, and and she seems to be someone who really gets it, who's yeah. probably a huge fan of these things. Mm and who just wants to ensure that the quality is good. Yeah. So if if you have a strong studio exec who's going to do whatever it takes to ensure that these movies are, you know, at least 7 on 10 and above, yeah. then I would I'll let her do whatever she wants yeah, to do. Yeah, she's making moves so,
0: that most execs do not do. The whole firing directors is I, Dude, man. It's not a com- it's I, not a common it's thing. It's not
1: common, but I I'd love it. I yeah. I think there needs to be more studio execs like her that are, are willing you know, yeah. that are willing to make those those drastic decisions to ensure that the product is quality. And, I, you know, D.C. Kathleen Kennedy needs to take over D.C. and fire everybody. <laughs> Man, if Warner so, Brothers could pull that off. But, no, I think she's doing an amazing job, and I think uh, Lucasfilm and Disney is is in amazing hands with her right now. Yeah. That being said, there's only been three movies now. True. But, I, you know, I've seen two of the three, and Wear on this third one is really great. Yeah. So, No, I think she's doing an amazing job. Yeah. I think more companies need bosses like her.
0: (laughs) Yeah. 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 Okay, guys. Uh, Thank you if you've been tuning in to the live stream on FranklinArmstrong.com. And thank you if you guys are listening to this. Uh, I think, if anything, we were originally supposed to record this as a two-parter before and after. And we were going to put it together. But I think I'm just going to put this up as is. So if you've just listened to this, thank you for enjoying this awesome podcast between uh, myself and uh, Mob's Goodness. Uh, Omar Sonics. Do you want to tell people where they can find your stuff? Yeah, I mean you
1: can find me on Twitter at Omar Sonics
0: and uh, I host a music show on CJLO every Thursdays from 6 to 8 called Hooked on Sonics. There you go guys. So that's it. We're going to go see the movie and uh, we're really excited. Thank you guys for tuning in. This is uh, Doc Holiday for uh, dot com. Can uh, you
1: I- sign off with your Chewbacca growl?
0: <laughs> Oh man, I haven't done that in so long. Uh, <laughs> yes. So I'm gonna try. Uh, so, uh, but so, well, thank you for for tuning in and check us out on franklinarmstrong.com on Twitter. It's a strong Franklin on Instagram. It's a strong Franklin on Facebook. Franklin Armstrong dot com. That's the whole collective. Uh, the show is geek-tastic Cipher, and we're gonna have new shows coming in 2018. And let me try and do this. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh that was your star wars the last jedi special peace guys